eventually. Hello and welcome to Smoking Underground. <laughs> I am Devin. Ooh. This is Gary. <clears throat> and I know she's wearing a, uh, it looks like a newer shirt than the normal mm -hmm. ones because it's got a really bright logo on it. It is. Uh, this is a second gen shirt, not the OG. Uh, the like, OG is one of the ones I really like. I like that. And then John behind the camera or behind the it's mic. Bad John. Yeah, this is just kind of a. He's got the normal one. Yeah. <clears throat> I've got the updated polo. Yeah. Yeah, looks good. On I got the diamond crown because uh, I'm better than both of y'all. Yeah. I wore my diamond crown Sunday. Yeah, I, I have two of them, and I have that one, and I just rotate the three. I got five of them. I can't find any of them. So. Here, I got this one. I got the Vitola one. I got the diamond crown one. I got the Julius Caesar one. I've got the Perdomo ones. I got the My Father one. I don't know. I've got a whole section of my closet that are cigars. I really <laughs> like the original series yeah. one of this. Yeah, I do too. Because something about oh. with the logos and yes, shit sir. on it, I like yeah, that. I do I'm too. enjoying it. I, love it. I like the back of it. The back of it is awesome. It's got a picture of the cigar box. Yeah. I really dig that. It gets people's attention, too. When I go in Walmart right there, they know that I am a not a liberal. You know what I do like? Is I like uh, Oscar's new shirt. I got it when he came to the shop, mm -hmm. the humidor, because mm. it's got the painkiller thing on the front. And on the oh, back, yeah. it says, uh, always smoke in moderation. Smoke them one at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and it's got something here and something here. And I'm like, all right, I like this shirt showing off my muscles. A.K.A. Smoke Moss. We were talking on my podcast last night, and it, obviously it was totally off the sub subject of my normal podcast about tattoos. And how about, a, would Oscar just look good with like painkiller across his chest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tattooed there. <laughs> oh, we, we should have hit him up with that. I, we'd have got a picture of it. I promise you, man. So, uh, welcome to the show. We got some grievances to get out of here, especially against Gary. Of course, the Gare Bear. Yeah. Well, we don't have a nail on the wall, but there's one. Whether you want to can see it or not, yeah. it's there. That, we we should have just taken down one of the guitar pictures in the background. There's that's, a nail holding. That's it. true. We yep, we should. It's true. And the reason we're saying that is some of the let's I'll do a quick little synopsis of Festivus for uh, those. Pop yeah. up the graphic yeah. for uh, <clears throat> yeah. So here's a little synopsis of uh, that. They are. Uh, and, and the story the story behind it a little bit is this is what created it. Um, obviously, it was popularized by Seinfeld. One of the junior writers for Seinfeld's father is actually what created this. Yeah. Um, and I was hearing this story from a writer from one of the chief writers from Seinfeld. And the way Festivus worked is the situation happened to him and he got fed up. So they would have Festivus. It's because of Seinfeld. It's celebrated on December 23rd. And guess what? We happen to be broadcasting on December 23rd. That's right. So it's it works. Fortuitous. But you could celebrate it any time of the year, whatever. If Seinfeld made it with a pole, but originally it was a nail in the wall. Yeah. That's what signified Festivus. And that's the way the family knew Festivus was that day. His dad would come home and hammer a nail under the wall. That's crazy. And then they would, he would air his grievances. And then there's a thing called um, it, it, some sort of strength contest. And you would either wrestle or whatever. We're not going to get into because we don't want to see Gary and Devin yeah, wrestle, but no. we're just going to air some we grievances. We Gary lose. Well, leave that up yeah, for a second. Yeah, Many Christmases ago, yeah. I went to buy a doll for my son. <laughs> I reached for the last one they had. But so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. Festivus for the best of us. <laughs> there it is. Oh, boy. 
There it is. So uh, we're here today to air some grievances, but while we do that, we're going to be smoking something that I completely agree with both of my colleagues here is this is the great day to do it. This is the best day to do it where this is the, not the last broadcast for the end of the year. I'm not mistaken. This is our Christmas present. This is our Christmas one. Mm, We still have one more broadcast. And and nobody tell Harris what we're smoking. That's right. Right. We are smoking a cigar. Or drinking. That is, (laughs) if you say it backwards, it's ex opus. Oh, there we are. There you are. Uh, So uh, while I light this up, tell us a little bit about it. The Opus X Triple Eight, the closest to the Lancero you're ever going to get. It is more of a Lonsdale than it is a Lancero. But it is still good. We're still looking at about a 40 ring gauge on it, which is not too bad. It is an Opus X, my dear friends. Special, uh, and it's in the uh, it's in the size that is uh, very unique within itself, almost like the BBMF type stuff. But uh, the Opus X, of course, everybody knows about it. If you're a cigar head, if you're a leaf head, if you're a brother of the leaf, whatever it may be, then and here's the band know. right here. If you guys you want will, to take a great look this. at this thing, and there it you can get a little bit closer. Is right, right. Uh, it's it's yeah. Can you, can you get there? Yeah, yeah. It's, you put it towards anyway. the center. It'll it, focus it, in the center. There you are. Is it going to take it? It's not going to take it. Tilt it down a little bit. There you go. There you go. I got the glare off of it. Anyway, you got it right there. That's it, the triple eight. Um, and it uh, of course, like all opus regular opus X, it's a it's a yeah, no, it's, it's Dominican Puro wrapper, binder, filler, yep. all Dominican, uh, which is awesome. Top of the line. Uh, of course, uh inside we're gonna have uh Dominican Lajero on the inside of it. Um and uh a nice little Colorado leaf uh, to wrap all this stuff in here. All right. So, so and I'm stoked. I'm very stoked because this is one of my favorites. I love like to stoke the flame. Love, yes, sir. Opus X roasting on an open fire. So, so we will do it. While he is lighting up uh, today, I decided to go a little bit uh, heavy, and by heavy I mean smooth, um, because I only do it once a year, and I decide it's either on the last show of the year. Or something of this occasion, based off what we're doing that. But I Good only call. do it once. Good call. Um, and today I am drinking a Macallan 15. This thing is smooth as butter. It's everything you'd expect from a single malt whiskey scotch. A Macallan 15. So, um, do you know how high Macallan goes up as far as years go? Well, I know there's an 18, and then I think there is. is there a 25. I'm not sure, to be completely honest with you. Um, I know that once you get past certain numbers, you start losing the typical flavor mm. of scotch. Mm. Um, there's a great, by the way, there is an absolutely wonderful show on Amazon called Scotch. I highly recommend you watch it. You will find it far more intriguing than you thought you ever would. And they go through the process. And the biggest thing I gleaned from all of that was the fact that the guys who blend the whiskey, the guys who make the whiskey, the owners of the company, when they choose a scotch to drink, they said they will not go any older than 18. Oh. And they make older ones. Wow. They even sell bottles that are older than that. They sell for $5,000 and $10,000. Oh, I believe that. I believe that. But those guys who make it and drink it on the regular will not go past 18. Oh. I've always felt yeah. when it came to McAllen, I, the 18 was the best. I've had 18, 25, and 
I'll do the 18 all day long, except yeah. when I was at the ABC store yesterday and saw it was now 350 some dollars a bottle. <laughs> well, they say that after a certain time frame, and I think it's when it hits that after the 18, mm. the, the actual like the flavor of the scotch and what makes it that flavor starts to die off because the alcohol starts to die oh, off. I see. So it's not gone, but it's got a different flavor profile. Mm -hmm. So a 32 year versus an 18 are going right. to be radically different, right. but they're not radically different in the sense that it's just an aged version. There's something that happens in between those two time frames that makes it not even close to the same. Mm, good. And people like that. And, you know, they charge for that kind of stuff. Hmm. I will never buy a bottle of that unless I'm a super rich man. Okay. All right. <laughs> and that's my grievance with the alcohol. Doggone it. Number one is how much they charge for some of that stuff. Mm. I get it, but it pisses me off. And then, you know what I do actually have? I have a number one grievance that is for all of us. Not against all of us, but for all of us. And it is against all manufacturers. Uh-oh, here we go. All manufacturers. Y'all y'all listening? Right. If you sell a cigar that's $100, how am I supposed to know what it tastes like to sell it if you don't give us some to try? Bang, biscuit. That there is my is. number one grievance right there. There you are. I can, I can talk about this cigar all day Ooh, and say, yep, boy. it's probably good, mm -hmm. but I can't sell anything. Yeah. Morally, I can't lie to somebody and say, oh, this is going to be amazing. I have no idea if it's going to be amazing. Provide yeah. the store with some to give to their employees. That's, uh, that, that includes uh, Mr. Marshall, if you will, Daniel Marshall. And maybe the owner of the company, maybe Harris would be like, you have to smoke that tonight. Yeah. Like you can't leave without it. You can't go sell it. Yeah. You have to smoke it tonight. Yeah. That's like the rule. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Personally, I'd yeah. be okay with that. Yeah. That's my first grievance. Davidoff did a nice thing at one point, and it's not the same because size does dictate a lot. But, and I can't remember how I got it. And I ended up gifting it to Sarah over in um, Trustville because she had never smoked a lot of the Davidoffs, but it had all these little miniature Davidoffs in it. So it was the entire line mm. and they were two or three inches long. Mm. So, I mean, they were many, many Coronas or whatever, right. but she was able that. to sample the entire line because like you say, you can't sell a cigar unless you at least have a concept of what yeah. it is. Right. I mean, right. it's, you can't sell anything unless you at least have a concept of it. You know, I'm selling Time Magazine over the phone. I at least know it's a magazine and what's in it and things. It's you've got to, John. I just can't fathom why most companies don't do a tasting. Remember when we did the one for Lagalera? Well, you weren't there, and I'm the only one in the building that was there. Um, not even Wes was there. So it was amazing, though. We smoked five cigars in less than an hour, and we didn't finish them. He, he went through and he goes, all right, light it up. You're going to taste this. You're going to do this. All right, puff on that a little bit. Take a swig. All right, let's move on to the next one. So we had a stack of cigars, of lit, you know, cigars. And it was wonderful just to know the flavor profiles, the taste from the reps going through it. They had a bunch of swag to give us. And I'm going, <clears throat> for people who I would say Harris Deems should be at one of those meetings, if it became a regular thing, like, three times a year. Right. Once a year, bring as many people as possible. Right. But in my opinion, the manufacturers should definitely start doing something like that for big companies, at least like Harris. I mean, I can understand maybe not a, a, a one shop oh. location, but Harris owns five stores. Mm. So maybe get their people together. Cause I'd be more prone to sell a cigar oh. if they went out of their way and showed me the profiles individually. Not only the profiles, 
but have the um, courteous. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay, have have the uh, uh, um, the manner, you know, the courteous to at least say you're 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 big. Okay, let's just face it, you're big. You got five stores. You're the biggest in the state. If if not around the area, Mississippi, Georgia, you know, I'm 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 just saying, cigars are more of a total are, are large. So if they want to have goodwill towards that business, right, and everybody in there, then they do. They need to say, hey, listen, whether you like it or not, you're choosing to go with us as a, as a business. Yeah, here you are. Here's how many how many managers you got. You got five, whatever it may be. Boom, there you are, or or whatever. Hey, how many of these you need? You need and I'm not saying do a tasting that's five to six. You can do three. Exactly. But you exactly. have a nice event with right. drinks, maybe right. something to eat, right. and then you go through these three and you show a little bit of appreciation. Right. But you go, these are our three most selling. Right. And I want you guys to taste them and enjoy them. Right. So whether or not that the cigar is good, that what's that's great, but the cordial that goes with that means a ton. Okay, because when when uh, I'll just go ahead and legally say this, when we used to get samples, okay, as managers, you know, we used to be, you know, okay, well, at least he had, you know, the cordialness to say, hey, listen, try my stuff. There it is. And I was all about that. And to be honest with you, even if I didn't like cigars, believe it or not, if this guy was good and I believed in his stuff, yeah, I was going to sell it. It harkens back it. to, you know, uh, it, it, it feeds into the entire brick and mortar. Sure. Because they believe in brick and mortar. Yes, sir. And we believe right. in brick and mortar because we are brick and mortar. Right on. Right. If you don't believe in it, don't send your people stuff to Correct. try. Correct. Correct. Exactly. Because then the people are just going to go online. Right. Why would they go to a store <laughs> to talk to somebody who, I mean, I've been smoking since I was 17, but I've been working at Cigars and More for two and a half years now. Right. Why would I waste my time going to a store to talk to somebody who knows a lot about cigars mm. if they're not going to know anything about cigars. And then I'm going to go, I'm just going to go online. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. Uh, and, and there were, uh, there was, uh, there's many times where, you know, when as, as a manager or, or as an employee, you know, you go over here to this $50 cigar and say, Hey, how is, how is this? Is that worth 50? And you're going, I don't know. Maybe. No, no it's don't like uh, the Davidoff chef's edition. Right. I, right. I, I'm pretty clear. I'm not a huge Davidoff White fan. Mm. I mean, I like some Davidoff sir, to die for. And the Chef's Edition, I think, was $42. Um, and there's no way I was going to buy it. But actually, one of our customers bought a box and threw Rocky one and threw right. me one. Right. That was one of the best cigars I've ever had. And if I would have known, known. known, I, w- I would have sold the heck out of it. If I would have known that in it, you know, in advance, yeah. I just looked at the company directory. There's 20 people that work for cigars and more out of our five stores, not including office staff, but people that are actively selling in the stores. Right. If you eliminated, say, okay, we're not going to give samples to the people who work less than 10 or 12 hours a week. Right. And some weeks I actually fall into that too, but you, you gotta, you gotta work at least 12 hours a week and you get a free or be the host of a show. It be, yeah. well, you know, that, with that but, but it's less than a box of cigars for most cigars come in boxes of yeah. 20. The special editions come into 10. So give them to the 10 highest retail sales. Look at the employees and, you know, give, give the company one box for samples 
and let Harris decide. But the ten, you know, the, the ten people selling for Harris that have the highest numbers get to do that, you know. And that's something that the guys. The I'll be honest, the guys not necessarily making the sales numbers might, you know, might make them push a little bit harder to make some sales. Yeah. Numbers. So it can be a bonus thing. But you're definitely right, Devin. It's impossible to sell. Now that Chef's Edition, I when I smoked it, I said I'm going to buy me a couple of these. I came in my next shift; they were gone, none in the company. Yeah, and it's so, a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, should have never smoked it because yeah. damn. I know it's like, it, like <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Go we got it. that grievance, and, yeah. and I have a few others, but I want to give the floor to you. Oh, no, no, no. Please go right ahead, because uh, when it comes to the grievances, I, I got, I've I've got a list over here that I could go down, starting with 280 out here and working my way up. Yeah. You know. So, okay. Um, if it's all right with you, John, I'll go with my next one. Or you Please. Yeah. Unless John's got one. I've got a couple, too, but I, I think we should rotate a little bit. That's what I was uh, thinking. Otherwise. Yeah. And I wasn't prepared to go next, but well, Gary's being a little baby back bitch about it. So you go ahead. Um, I'm trying, trying to think. Oh, I'm really not prepared. I guess you're going to have to go, Devin. Go Uh-oh. two in a row, I am Devin. Really go enjoying go the it. cigar, by the way. Go ahead. Um, uh, real quick, while we get on the cigar. Uh, first off, uh, I am now uh, Ambassador Brackett. I was going to go there, but uh, I thought you was going to go the, the grievances. So Boy, I wanted I, to thank Mr. Uh, Jason Robnett and yep, Sam and all them at McAuliffe because I am now an ambassador. Uh, and I mentioned that at the store. He's some of the customers. To say this all I have. Day. He's been I have. I, have. I really have. I had no joke. They were going, uh, so Mr. Ambassador, what are we smoking today? And I went, Yes. Well, my friend, what we are smoking yeah. today is McAuliffe. Yeah, I feel now, like I need to, touch, call you to go buy a stick or something. He has a fur-lined purple cape on yeah. order, yeah. on a, a crown. Yeah, that's it's trimmed in purple, red, and black like McAuliffe. That's it. Oh, they are. Yep, it's good to be ambassador. Mm-hmm. It is good to be an ambassador. Even got a coin to boot with it. It's got a number on it. Pretty cool. Golly. Anyway, I just had to mention that. Lord child. Um. Well, I'll throw out a grievance. And okay. This, okay. And I'm sorry, it's to the customers right. working in the shops. Clean up after yourselves. Oh my God. Your mom. Oh my God. Your, your mom does not work here. Your mom does. You know, most of you, I've never seen your mom. A couple of you have brought your moms in, but clean up after yourself. You know, we try to clean up for you. We try to, you know, keep keep the lounges decent, <laughs> but we also try to respect your privacy. If you're hanging out with six of your guys around a table, laughing and joking and watching games, the last thing you want is, you know, my fat butt in the way of the TV, trying to empty your ashtrays and everything. So, you know, when you're ready to leave, pick up your little cup and throw it away. We've got garbage cans everywhere. You know what I tell people, John? I'm like, use. you don't have to take everything. Take what you can take. If it's one hand worth of something, take one hand worth of something. Or nobody ever does it. When I when I'm at a restaurant and I've done eating or whatever, I will stack the plates so that it's easy to carry the bigger plates on the bottom. Put all the silverware on top. So instead of the waitress coming over and having to miss stack, that's kind of it. Even if you don't want to throw it away, clean up the little area. Make you know organize it. Make it an organized mess. And remember the next guy coming to sit right down. Right on, yes. brother. Yep. And there it is. That that's you know it's just it's a little thing, but it's really a big thing when it happens. I was happens. just saying that's not a little thing at all, honestly. Well, mm. well, it happens every day and makes it a big thing. And those of you who do it, 
we know who you are. Oh yeah, and and don't think we're. I can you know, see those people at my store right we'll, now. We'll be exactly as nice to you when you're in the store, but we might say some bad things about you on a podcast. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love serving the people who come to my shop. I really do. I like every single one of them. But that is, I, I absolutely agree with you about that grievance because I look at them and I go. If your mama was sitting in here, would she look at you, walk away, and just leaving all that garbage there for me to pick up? Would she be saying something about that? She'd probably be saying, "Pick up your garbage." And that's and that's what I tell them at the store. That's that's what I tell them. Uh, and I'll point to them, say, "Hey, you forgot this right here," and they'll look at me, and I go, "And you it's, forgot it." At least at two eighty, in that it's not the twenty somethings doing it. Oh no, it's not I, at my store either. I mean, it's I, you know I can kind of go the way parenting has went recently that the 20 somethings are what I would expect to be doing it right. because they weren't necessarily spanked right. and disciplined the way us old people were, but it's the people my age that sure. are doing it. That right. yeah. Correct. I'd agree with you. It's all of the, the older gentlemen that I noticed do it. There's one girl who comes there, uh, sweet as she can be younger than me. And I am always flabbergasted at how sweet she is because all those guys will leave their junk and I'm up in the front doing my thing. And she's always hanging out with him in the back. And she's like, I cleaned up that for you. And I went, wow. Wow. Like she, yeah. like there's only a few guys that will actually do that. Sure. And I appreciate it so much. Like it's, it's beyond a level of thankfulness when they do right. that. I'm going, you don't have to do that, but man, you went out of your way yeah. to do this. <laughs> I appreciate it yeah. immensely. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it, it means a lot to us. I mean, it does. And not to mention, I mean, the, the cat that comes in, sits in your chair, you know, and they, they sort of don't forget this too, because when they see you get up, they take your chair right there. They look at you and say, hmm, okay, well, all right, good deal. You don't appreciate leave your chicken bone yeah, in the ashtray, please. Yeah, and, and it, thanks a lot. If you get, if you're one that stays to the end of the day, I mean, we're open till six or eight o'clock or nine o'clock, depending on the store you're at. And you stay till nine o'clock. That's okay. But when you're watching a game or something and there's four minutes left in it and you want to stay after nine o'clock or eight o'clock, if you're somebody who habitually leaves a mess, I'm not as prone to say, okay, let's we'll, yeah. we'll go ahead hang out. But if you're if I know that when you're done and I've stayed an extra 15 or 20 minutes, right. And you're going to clean up a little bit after right. something. Not entirely. I don't. You don't need to wipe the counters down and you know make everything yeah. stick and span. No, not but at all. If I know I'm not going to spend 40 minutes cleaning up after you after being kind to stank 20, it, it's it's you know it's kind of a two way street. You're good to us. We're going to be good to you in right. lots of different ways mm -hmm. that you don't know. Yeah, you know, like usually tenfold. You know, to you wh whether it's to... stay 15 minutes later, whether it's you know. You know, accidentally spilling Here, a little bit more pack. in your drink, or you know, it just, a humidity pack. Take that, right? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, you you don't have a dollar bill on you because you got it. All you've got is credit card, and you wanted a Coke. No, I'll, yeah, you take one. Uh, I'm going to give you. You know, pay for. I know you'll pay for it next time you're through. But you know, it's little things like that. Oh man, I got a fella. Every time he gets a drink, <laughs> every time he gets a drink, I'm like one dollar. Oh, I'll get you back. Nope. No, you won't either. Right now. One dollar. Go, go ask somebody else if you want. Because I know. I know. I know that if I don't get that dollar from him, I'll get you next time. He will not get me next time. Put it on layaway for a year, won't no, it? Yeah. And it's it's one of those things. Harris gets upset at us for 
giving away humidity packs, giving, you know, a quote, extending credit like that. And the next time I see you, if you don't pay for it, I'm going to pay for it because I'm not cheating Harris, but don't think you're going to get, again, you're not going to get that favor again. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're here. And to be honest, all three of us doing this podcast have other jobs. Yeah. We, we, full-time jobs. The, the, the reason we're here doing the podcast, the reason we're at cigars and more, working Sundays or working Friday nights till two in the morning or working, giving up our Saturdays is because we enjoy it. We like hanging out with you guys. Uh, we like cigars, but none of us have to do it. And if you make it not enjoyable, if if all of a sudden those of us that have real jobs decide to leave, Harris isn't going to have the staff to maybe, well, you want us to stay open till nine o'clock, you know, or you want us to do something extra. The staff's not there, and, you know, it's, you know, I, like I say, I don't have to do this. I've done this for 10 years because it's fun. Yeah. I agree completely, 100%. <laughs> right on board with you, man. I All right. Love, I, love, I love yours, John. I do, man. That's 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 good stuff, right? Number one, tell me a little bit about your, uh, how you enjoying it so far. Oh, I love, I'm the, I mean, I'm an open sex whore. I love Opus X. I love Opus. I do. And it's the, it's the regular one that I enjoy. This one here, the twentieth is great. The uh, the Angel Share, fantastic. Um, uh, the the uh, the limited edition, the Opus Twenty Twos, they're great, and all of that. The Maduros, fantastic. But this one, I've always enjoyed so much on this one here, uh, and it's because I'm I just like. Good Dominican tobacco, and this right here is Dominican puros. Off, it's just good, man. It's yeah. good, and uh, and and it, it it tends to be a bit strong. I have a story if y'all if y'all would like to hear it. It's not going to be long, and it's not going to be monotonous. I hope not. My deep voice will put you to sleep. So here we go. So I'm down at Trustful, right? So uh, a guy by the name of, believe it or not, John. We call him Big John. Big John's good dude. Good, Everybody good dude. calls me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, in in this particular case here, Big John, it was a big old boy. He changed tires for uh, uh, one of the t- you know one of the tire company, Goodyear, whatever it is. But John would always come in. He liked good cigars. Love good cigars. Come in there, the blue collar man got grease on him. Go in there and get him a, you know, whatever it may be, a nice limited Cohiba, whatever. So he decided he was going to get him what we call a triple X in the Opus X. Triple X is very small. It's a bellicoso. It's not big at all. It's probably around about, oh, I don't know, probably about five and a half inches. In diameter, regular diameter, about 54, 56 range gauge. Bellicoso, pointed on the end, right? So anyway, they call it triple X for a reason. And the reason is, is because it's triple extra strong. It is stout. So John decides to get him a triple X, comes in and snips it, starts smoking it, right? So he's, man, he's puffing away on it. Next thing you know, John comes back in there and he's got this look in his eyes like you saw a ghost. And I said, hey, I said, are you all right? Sort of palish. And John just let me know. He says, uh, uh, what is this called? And I said, it's called a triple X. I said, so it's sort of a mini bellicoso. And he says, this thing's kicking my ass. 
I, I'm just saying it's it's kick. He said I I can't I can't smoke anymore. He's like, I can't. And I'm looking at this cat who's probably around about two seventy five. Big. You'd set a chick on each shoulder. Big rascal. And he says I'm done. He said I just I can't I can't do anymore. And I said well okay. So the Opus X actually has a lot of flavor that comes with it, and that's why I like it. But man, if you ain't you know eat something and and you don't be a novice, but still, that's one of my favorites. That's all I've got right there. All right. Anyway. So, Festivus, what's your grievance? Festivus. Um, golly, man. Ooh-wee. I mean, I mean, can I go gas prices on that? I mean, certainly, whatever you want. Why? Why? Why are we going up so high? Why? You know, that is one thing I just cannot stand is that when I pull in a gas station over here and I load my tank up, it's costing me a lot. Cost me 50. The other right day. on. Exactly. Me too. I think it's Brandon's fault. So I'm thinking, you know what? Jeez. So at least it's Brandon's fault. Well, that's good. You know, but I don't know. I just, I get, that's, that's my, that's mine right there. You know, what irritates me going along that line with gas prices in Birmingham. Yeah, Lee. I've lived here 15 years. I've lived along the 280 corridor. I've lived um, miles away in a different section of town. I've lived in a different section of town. 280 is always the cheapest gas. Really? By mm. 15 or 20 cents a gallon. Mm. Same gas station, three yeah. miles away, will be 15 or 20 cents more a gallon. But when gas prices start going up, the gas stations that are always 15 or 20 cents more a gallon don't change 280 comes up to match it and then everybody starts going up equally and what i've noticed this go around 280 is still one of the highest gas prices in our area i believe it hoover's still one of the highest gas prices in our area but the cheapest gas station i can go to is next door to the best buy in hoover and when i came to work today gas station that i go to was 319 a gallon on 280 287 at the other gas station. How can we have a 27, not 27, 37 cent That's or whatever ridiculous. gap? Same gas station, right. same gas. Right. I'll bet the same dang truck dropped it off. Right. right. To, when you're five miles apart. I've never understood that. I've right. never got that. Yeah. Um, and tell me there's not some manipulation going on somewhere. Somebody's working with somebody. And and then I do a gas app that I learned about through YouTube or something that if I check into the gas station and tell them how I'm paying. So yes, they're tracking me, but like I say, I'm on Facebook. Everybody's tracking me anyway. Right. I get 15 or 20 cents, 25 cents a gallon back. So on the average month, and I drive a very fuel efficient miniature car, uh, that uses premium. Very nice car, too. But I get, um, I probably make about 10, 11 bucks a month back. You know, That's not so, bad. It, it, no, not, it, it, pays, it, it pays for my car wash. Oh, good. That's what I look like, you know, look for it. Um, and it's, you know, if you want the name of the app, let me know. Email us, um, contact the show, and I'll shoot you the, shoot you the link to yeah. it. But um, it's, 
you know, I, I, it's just always flabbergasted me on how we, there's such a disparity oh. across and 280 is the wealthy corridor Correct. in Birmingham. I, and it has the cheapest gas normally. Took it out of my and, and where this station is in Hoover is not exactly the most affluent of areas. Um, matter of fact, it's the only gas station I've ever been in that has fountain drinks and doesn't have Diet Pepsi in the mix. Really? Uh, wow, that is. But a, I still go there for gas. Right there. <laughs> another grievance right there. But yeah, to go along with Gary, the gas prices are crazy. There's no rhyme or reason. But why, if I'm at my old house, it's 319, I would drive by the exit for this other gas station that's 287, and I get to 280, <clears> and it's 319 again. Yeah, right. So well, I, I don't, I don't, I, yeah. And, I, and, and, I, and I, sorry for people in California that amen, $3, three dollars is cheap. Oh, no, they, they made that bid. They did Man, that. They did that. I, they did that. Well, I go to Bucky's, so I could care less. You know, I love Bucky's so much. Yeah. But you're, there is no errance of grievances with Bucky's. <laughs> you you get a brisket Bucky's. sandwich when God. you're there, all is forgiven. You know, that's right? exactly right. The world is good again with a brisket sandwich from them right there. And not only that, right now, mm. their gas is 283 right now. And they got all those, they've got good snacks, yes, not just do. name brand. They got yes. their own stuff. Oh, my God. Man, I can't. Yeah. God. This is best of us, not the reverse best of God, <laughs> tell me about it. We have no grievances with Bucky's. I'm driving to Georgia uh, tomorrow. Other yeah. than, can they get some electric carts so that we can scoot around the store? I mean, it's a long walk. <laughs> yeah, there I'm driving go. to Georgia tomorrow. I'm stopping by Bucky's on the way there. You got I'm it, buddy. It. I hear you, man. So I've got Dude. two grievances, two two more, and then I'm, I'm they're cigar ones. Kind of. One's a cigar one, one's a customer one the customer one's very small mm. but i want to save my my big one which you guys already know about until right. a little you later. can't pick on the customers yeah. that can't see over the counter that's not very no no, no. okay no this one this one is going to make oh not small customers you guys don't have weak stomachs but if you have a weak stomach I like a really weak stomach here we go i've got a customer i am not even joking you he works for an auto company doing repair work yeah he comes in with dirty hands Ooh constantly and i have said dude could you wash your hand he will not wash his hands yeah. and it what, what sparked that conversation was he got cups and he's going to give me something to drink he goes i'm I, showing you what he did he goes here try this oh, and i'm no. like no not since you put your finger in it yeah and his fingers i'm telling you it's got car grease and i don't even know what he's been doing with that finger and i'm like i'm good man i'll pour my own thank you yeah like i don't even want him touching the glass <laughs> i mean not that that's a bad if, if, if he touches the bottom, sure. But he always is like, here, you want you want this? And pours it. And I'm like, dude, no. go wash your hands, yeah. and I will accept that from you. <laughs> but all, all he has to do, oh, God. one minute, walk That's back nice. there, scrub his hands to get the crap off of his hands. And I'm telling you, dude, I'm like, I, I used to, there was a part of me that used to get slightly upset. Yeah. Because I was being that mean to him, right, right. I have lost all that. Lost all that. It I'm will. just like, it no, no, won't it. no. You're you're yeah. you're an ass. It will. You need to go wash your hands. It'll do it to you. Yeah. I'll get the cups <laughs> if you just want to sit there and because you don't want to go wash your hands. Okay. Now you, I, I don't know. Have you ever worked 280 before? Uh, no. Okay. If you ever do, keep this in mind. In summer, okay. And John will know where I'm coming from here. And that is. That in the summertime, you got we we got golf courses around the area. Obviously, you know it's a sort of a risky part of town anyway. So so what they'll do, of course, is these the golfers they'll come in 
And after they play around, they'll go in the humidor. And after they play around, they'll go in the humidor. And they'll come back out. When they come back out, 280 has a proprietary, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, filtration system in here. I mean, it's very custom small. Made. It's, yes, it's cu- thank you. It's custom made. It's engineered. Uh, and, and it does a great job. But the only problem is if you work here, the ventilation in this thing is huge. So, I mean, it pushes out some air as well as sucks it in. So the vent is on the opposite side of the counter blowing towards you. So these cats that come in here after they've whatever, we got off the garbage truck, went and played football, come in, went played golf, come in, and they're standing right there in front of the counter. You have got every bit of their ancestor, their DNA, everything coming straight towards you from that huge vent in back of you back there. It is, God forbid they let one rip. No, yes, and they have. They have. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just what it is. But I'm like, you have got to be. Man, can you please just take a wet wipe and just go over something before you stand in front of this counter right here, man? Woo. Anyway, sorry about that. I won't piggyback. No, no, yeah, that's a good one. Ooh, it, it, Lord, it's God. not just a hygiene thing. It's a, it's it, it matters even to the cleaning of the stuff after yourself. Just wash your hands. I mean, most people who right. come in, they're pretty go. clean people. They're right fine. On. There's nothing right. wrong with that. Right. right, But this guy comes in, and you can, he has the same skin tone as I do. Mm-hmm. So you can see the dirt right. all over his hands. Right on. All over his hands. Right. And you, you can tell, like he ordered. He'll probably never watch this, so I don't, and I don't give a shit. Um, he sit there. He ordered some Chinese food, and he's sitting there eating. And I'm telling you, he's got it all over. I'm like, you want to? Is he licking his fingers too? Yep. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. He got a little grease on. He's got. He's got. He's got Chinese food sauce right here. He goes, oh, you want a napkin, man? He's like, no, I don't care. And I'm just like, oh, I just use my sleeve. I'm good. You know, I I remember when I was like seven and eight years old, and I'd be outside playing in the dirt and that, and I'd see my hands and you know all the little lines at the palm readers. And I'd have dirt in them. And I'm somebody who despises getting dirty. Right, right. And, and it would be so cool at seven. But the coolest thing was going in and washing them and seeing all the dirt go in the water yeah. and that. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm weird. There's certain people. <laughs> John, John, what if I get pointed? I like the dirt going down the drain. All right, John. All right. You're, you're next in grievances. Well, we're going a little bit long here. but Uh-oh. Um, I realize that. I guess my my next uh, my next grievance is similar to my last grievance, but he's thinking it, hard. Yeah, it's I'm 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 mine are a lot of store etiquette. And when we do a store yeah. etiquette show, we're going to go back over these. Yeah. Oh man, um, I got a ton of store etiquette stuff. Oh yeah, my God. I don't oh. want to go store etiquette right now. I don't mm. want to go. The moral of the story is don't be shitty. Right. There you go. You know, okay. Bottom line. Th- this doesn't <laughs> only apply. Yeah. This applies to any retail, anytime there's money. And I used to do a controller job for uh, a store in town also. So I dealt with all their money in the morning, set up all the register drawers, did all their deposits. And the same thing there. And the same thing when I worked for Pizza Hut. And the same, you know time and time again when I've been in retail. And 
I make people wait when they do this to me and they hand me your money all facing the same way up. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand a one that's upside down or turned over. <laughs> I used to be like that. I don't even care anymore. I literally right side. And, and what annoys me is our, our guy that brings around the money and the change and that yeah. he's got a new way of counting. Right. His ones and it makes perfect sense. Yeah, right. But he takes he starts with two stacks of hundred, sure, and lays one down face mm. up. Then the one goes on top of it face down, mm. and then the face up, face down, face up, face down. What grit his teeth, you know? <laughs> and then I get these stacks of money that he's sorted, uh, and I, I've got to I've got to go back. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm sorry, but that that just drives me nuts. Or boob sweat money. Or crotch sweat oh, money. Oh, you know, these guys that come in that have... If it's moist, oh, you do not need to be given <laughs> oh, yeah. away. Oh, yeah. You know, I have yeah. no problem with the word moist, but I do have a problem with moist money. <laughs> moist money. It's already gross. You're adding you know, gross to it. And, and don't get me wrong. I kind of like boobs, but I just don't want your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me tell you this. I used to work bingo, Okay. And I did, I did it for a long time. I did, I don't know, 12 years, something like that. I was in my mid twenties and that was just side money. It was cash money, man. So it was great. But man, I'm telling you, that's one thing about it though. You walk around these tables and there's usually 200 people in this place. Jeez, it's big. And so, and man, they would, they reach down in there, boys, pull that stuff out. Boy, and man, you had to pick that stuff up. You're going, okay. All right. Put it in your apron, you know. Gosh, almighty. Yeah. Well, you guys have a laundry in the back. It's for the money. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Dry it out. Oh, goodness. All right. Anyway. Grievance. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, I, this is going to be, I'm sorry again. This is, uh, is going to be on the economy, but I wish food would come down. I just, I wish food would come down. I mean, I just do. I mean, food's so expensive now. I mean, I love food, too. It's hear, just so freaking expensive. Did you man. hear about that lawsuit the guy's winning against McDonald's? God, I hope so. I he he so. posted a lawsuit about how it's My the God. food is not real food, and it's very, very bad for you. Like, we already knew that, mm. but he's saying the chemicals in it are, like, deathly bad for you. And he's been able to prove it, and he's winning. Well, you know about that. You know about the show, right? I Which think show? super size. I think it's yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. You remember that? Yeah. This is modern. Part. This is a modern. One. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was uh, uh that that was yeah. I think somebody ate McDonald's for like thirty or sixty straight days, just just getting and ended up having some health issues go on. And, uh, so anyway, yeah. That. Woo. But you're, you're talking okay. cost of food and one but thing. Yeah, that, cost of food at the oh, grocery store. So the reason yeah. I say that was right. there, there was a connection in my head as right. As the price of food goes up, more people are going to go after Correct. cheaper food that's from these kind of places. From. Yeah, you're right, mm-hmm. and that's immediately going to affect well, your health. There's a Correct. criticism yeah. over. I saw where you coming from. Over one of the dollar stores because they're in certain neighborhoods, and they're the primary places people grocery shop in those neighborhoods, and they don't exactly have the same quality of food that a, a normal grocery store does either. So. Yeah. There's issues there, but what gets me, and it's gotten, I lived in Illinois from the time I was about five years old to 27, Mm -hmm. different places in the state. And and so I thought this was the way it was everywhere. Zero percent food tax. 
No sales tax on food. It might be different now because Illinois really went crazy since I moved away 20-some years ago. And I, you know, moved to other states, and they tax food. Food is essential. We have all kinds of government programs when it comes to food to help people buy food. And then we go ahead and tax at 10%. So if you're giving them and, you know, giving money and helping whatever you feel. Sure. But if I'm giving you a thousand dollars a month to buy food for your family of four or five, 10% of that's going away to taxes again. Yeah. Why? Let's, let's figure out where to tax elsewhere. And you think, Oh, we're going to, you know, we'll lose some revenue. People might buy a little bit more food. People might consider eating at home and being healthier. And there's all this trickle down effect. Yeah. The welfare money that's going out goes 10% farther now that we don't have, you know, that's sales tax in this state. So I've never understood taxing a food. I know I'm somebody who, you know, I'm for some taxes. I'm against some taxes. You know, I'm very middle of the road political. You know, I can go way left or way right, depending on the subject. But when it comes to food and taxing, it's a staple of living. And it should, we're getting very political in this, but we shouldn't, shouldn't tax. Food. Right. Well, well, Ta- uh, yeah. Restaurant food, fast food, fine. Tax it. You're right. doing that because you can afford it and it's a privilege. Right. When I go to Aldi's, I shouldn't have to pay sales tax or Aldi's, depending on how you yeah. want to pronounce it. So that leads me to a, uh, kind of a piggyback on that one before I get to my, my main one, my main event. And these will be the last ones of the show. So this one's real quick is certain charities, there, this is a very like my what's what's the word not minute but a uh, a niche yeah complaint okay. a niche okay grievance yeah I got you you I've seen it in the gaming world you do a charity stream you contact the charity you do the charity stream and then after you're done doing the charity stream they send you a hoodie a t-shirt a, a thing that does this you know and you can buy those same things on their website and I go so. You did the charity. I put in 50 bucks and that paid for that thing you're wearing right there. That's not the reason I gave to the charity. My grievance is true charity. Don't no. I'm not doing this for you to give me a hoodie. I'm not doing this. Just mm. give it to the people that you're doing the charity for. Yeah. You just said my name. The right. publicity alone is enough. You don't need to. Cause to me, when I see the guy wearing the hoodie right. that he did the charity for, I went, so my money went there. And I was just, it pissed me off beyond belief. I went, nope, not going to happen. Interesting. That's a, it's a, I know it's small very, very and it may sound petty, but that irritates me so much because I understand the overhead of charity. I understand all the things they have to do to make it happen. But the people that are going to contribute like that in the, in the gaming realm, you don't need to give them something extra to prove that they did it. Yeah. That defeats the purpose, in my opinion. Well, he raised $10,000. We'll give him that. Yes, but somebody seeing you wear that goes, so my money went to that? Mm. That's a little bit of an integrity punch, in my opinion. So so in saying that right there, would you say that, that maybe either nothing or maybe a little pin? Of some kind. Nothing. Nothing at all. What I say is if I'm going to do something mm. like that, I'm going to go to the charity's website and I'm going right. to buy it myself right, right. and I'm going to wear mm. the thing yeah. on the stream. Gotcha. And that's me paying for it. Gotcha. 
to help the charity because you know you pay let's say you pay forty dollars for the t-shirt sure right right that's right. a little expensive for the t-shirt but you know that it pays for the t-shirt the administrative cost and then a little bit to the charity right right I paid for that then I'm gonna run the charity and then give all the money don't send me anything I'm I'm doing this for pure charity simply put you're saying you don't want to reward people for donating Exactly. Right. And I totally agree with that. Is there's something that I've seen recently or comic strip that goes with, you know, doing a good deed. I was raised Cub Scouts or whatever. Sure. And a good deed is something you do and nobody should know you did Correct. it. Right. Yeah. And you that's to be kind altruistic of, about it. That that's the way exactly. giving to charity should so, be. Yeah. And uh, to me, I, yeah. I I'll agree with Devin. If I'm doing a, a run or if I'm doing a walk or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with you. Part of my entry fee gives me a t-shirt. Part of my entry fee gives the staff t-shirts, but that's to identify me in that walk. Right. And you pay and, for and, it. And I'm, and I'm paying for it, but any of the other stuff, just because I raised the most or I had the most donors and, and there's one, one walk that I've been involved with for the past few years that, if you raise the most money in the in this walk, you get you get a phenomenal prize, and it's always the same corporation that and does that it, or the that same makes office it business related, not charity related. And it's you know, it, don't spend the money there. If they, I would almost bet that the amount of money that you're spending on those gifts, yeah, will offset the amount of money that you would lose because this person's not going to work yep. as hard because so. the, the ability for that big company that's doing the charity to say on their website with all these people looking at it going, this person raised this amount of money. Thank you so much. Go check them out. That marketing alone is worth something. And you, you didn't cost you a damn thing. And it doesn't have to like, my money doesn't have to go for your hoodie. So that's, that's my grievance towards that. I have a big problem with that. Um, very interesting. Tell. Very interesting. I like that. That will, that will also bring awareness to, to, uh, to other stuff in the future when it comes to that. I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, that, you know, that, wow, that speaks volumes because yeah. I mean, you've got, and, and, and to go along those lines right there and, and I understand they're trying to get awareness to it, yeah. but, but to me, it, it also goes along the same lines as putting it on TV. Yeah. You know, I mean, if the I, person raising the money wants to make the awareness happen, right. hey, we raised $10,000 and I went out and bought this hoodie so that you right. can see me wearing it. Yeah. And so see you that. know about it. You yeah. can ask about it. I can see that. And I, and I concur with that as well. I do. I, I agree. I do. That's, uh, that's, that's some, because that was a big stink with a, with a, uh, actually one of the, uh, the soldier or, uh, armed forces charity. That was a big to do with, uh, with one of the armed forces charities. Uh, that was exposed pretty much, and and they are a major armed force charity out there to help the. I'm not going to say the name of it, but to help wounded uh, soldiers. Right, and uh, and they they basically uncovered that right there and said, uh, "This not all the money's going to where it needs to go." Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, and that's. That's what I have a beef about charities there. You know, the hoodie is one thing, but and, and that's actually a great point. But yeah, charities, the only thing I really deal with charities is something that, that I can see at the location and they say, no, this money is going back here and yeah. this is where it's going. 
and my major my my major charity to be honest with you is the humane society and i don't give to the humane society i give to the local humane society that's and, and side note to gaming stop pre-ordering games don't pre-order games anymore hmm Interesting. Okay. My grievance, don't pre-order games. I, I don't care what the developers say. Right. Don't pre-order games because right. in the past decade, they release games that aren't finished. Right. I'm not paying for something that's not finished just so I can play it. Mm. If you get the game for free because right. you bought something, like you, right. you need a new hard drive. Like I, I just got a game on right. my system. I got the game for free because I needed a new hard drive. And it came with a game, mm. and they were off in this promotion. I'm like, fine. That's a win-win for me. Mm. I get the game for free that I wasn't going to pre-order and I wasn't going to play. But now they gave it to me free. I'll play it. Right, right. But don't pre-order games. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I had not, to put that out there into the into the universe. Stop yeah, and, and of course now you're talking to three techies here. Yeah. You know that um, I think uh, I'm I'm more I'm of a career techie, so uh, a lot of this stuff right here I just go okay whatever. But I do pay attention to it. So, uh, but uh, beta testing is huge on my list. Yeah. Huge. And if you don't beta test that thing until it until the last drop comes out of it, then I just get ticked. It just I baffles just get me. mad. It just baffles Ooh. me. These games they come out unreleased, and I'm like, mm. if you wait, I know you. The problem is, is they're 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 held up by all their uh, what's the words I'm looking for the uh, the not the backers but the uh, investors investors yeah. and stuff like that because right. these bigwigs and stuff. Sure. But then you're talking. Oh, you got to release the game because we're losing money. You're not losing money. You're going to lose a lot more. And we've seen it right. time and time and time. And I'm talking, there's hundreds of cases sure. where they release the game. The game's not ready. And people get super complain about it. Mm. They already got their money because of the pre-order. Right. So they don't give a shit and mm. they just keep doing it. Mm. That's why I tell people, I know you may like these companies and some of them have been okay. Stop pre-ordering. Just stop completely. Let your money speak for you. Good point. I could, I honestly, I could have an entire show about that, but I'm not gonna. As you can tell, I'm there, really there, passionate. There, about there's it. A, a a network, I believe, on Twitch called Arca Fire. Um, and you will find a rant on pre-ordering games. <laughs> Click I, on the link. Let there's, it go. That there's will be the festive, festivus edition in Arca Fire. There's only <laughs> one game that I have pre-ordered in the alpha, and that is because it is 100% crowdfunded. Then the oh, owner of the company is not. He is dedicated to making a good game, and everybody's complaining they're they're not releasing this game. And he goes, he he has literally said out loud live on his show, he goes, I'm not releasing this game. We can all play it in alpha. Sure. He goes, I'm not releasing this game right. until it's done, until it's perfect. Right. Because he spent his entire life making games, and he goes, this is the game I've always wanted to make yeah. for everybody to enjoy. I'm going to release it when it's ready, yep. and it is the largest crowdfunded game in history. Yep. And I'm a part of that. Because I'm believing that. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking about big corporates, yep. corporate companies right. that do pre-orders, right they don't believe in their product. No. They're just trying to create a product. And that's why they're big companies. Yeah. Because yeah. they try to get it. I'm out. sorry. I really wanted to get to my other thing, but I know I've, I've gone over time. Yeah. And that's just. So, and, 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 and mine, of course, is getting detailed here. And, of course, we're pushing an hour here. So I, I'll just, I'll fly over it and then let it go and, and be done. But mine's kind of. Mine's kind of stupid. Again, it's also food oriented. I'm sorry. I love, <laughs> I love food. I'm sorry. I just do. I'm a food addict. I, I like it. You know. So I, I love it. I love cooking it. Man, you should have seen my breakfast this morning. It's outstanding. So anyway, uh, oh yeah, man, it's great. It was great, dude. Um, anyway, um, my thing 
And of course, it 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 has a political tint to it, but I'm going to leave that alone. Is local networking that I cannot comprehend? Um, I, and and I'll give you an example. There's a company right. There's a restaurant, and it's a big restaurant that's down the down the street down here. Okay. And this restaurant has raised their prices down here mainly because they can't get their specialty and this is going to be chicken out of Texas. Now this is an Alabama oriented company. We're talking about, okay. They can't get their stuff out of Texas. So they're going to, they're going to raise the prices. Okay. And I had to tell them that there's a company right up here about probably about 20 miles from where I live out there that does chicken. It's a big company. It's called Tyson. And I said, what's the matter with doing that? Tomatoes, same way. The the local grocery store that I go to up there, tomatoes go up. Why can't you get tomatoes? Well, because of the the, the California tomatoes that we order. Stop ordering them from there. Use real capitalism and stop being crony capitalists doing it a favor for your buddy. If your buddy can't provide for you, go somewhere else. I'm going to allow you to say this if you would, because I really don't feel like, I really don't feel like I, I sound good when I cuss, but quit being a, a baby back bitch. Thank you. About your, your, your organization, your company, try thinking local instead of going to other States to get your crap to, that we got to pay for in order to serve our family. How about, how about staying local? You know, don't cost that much gas. We need the business. And what's you, the matter with that? If you have to raise your prices because it's local, Correct. that's better. That's, that's a it, better reason. Th- bingo. Great point. Point taken. Touche. But that's one thing that really gets on my nerves is that local networking is abolished. We got to go outside the state. We got to get political. Okay. Yeah. Well, you bought me a car. Well, I guess I'll go for your company, I guess. No, it's all about the customers. We serve you. And we make sure that you live in that big house on the hill. So you need to do what's right and do it, do it good. Right. You know, that's all we ask. That's it. Go local with your stuff, man. You know, I was about to make a joke. He's talking about Taco Bell, isn't he? <laughs> do what? Or he's talking about Taco Bell, isn't he? <laughs> no, he's not. No, I thought it was Taco Bell. But anyway, yeah, that was, and that was my last one. I'm sorry. I, I've got, can I, John? Can I? Uh-oh. What the heck? <laughs> we're, already, we're already at a long no, mark. I I Remember, this is Festivus. The nail's on the wall. This happens oh. once a year. Uh, if you're still sticking around, which I, I know there's not that many people out there, but um, this is a cigar-related one to hone it back in so we can round this out, is cigar companies that when they produce a, a cigar, when it's brand new, they use the best they have. They're making something. They want to get it sold, so everybody loves it. Yep. And then after about a year or so, the quality drops off. It's not the same cigar. Mm. Like the next time I see a new one come out from the particular company I've told you yeah, guys sir. about, yeah. I am literally going to save that first one. There you go. You think it'll last a year? There you go. Yeah. If you properly humidify there it, I'm going to save it for a year. I'm going to, I'm going to get like four of them, right? Yeah. I'm going to save two of them. I'm going to smoke two of them and how many other ones, but I'm going to save those two. And I'm going to keep them properly humidified. And then about a year's time, when I start noticing the difference, I'm going to be like, Let's look at these two. Mm. Look how like the tobacco looks like it's the, the leaves aren't as good anymore. Like the presentation's not as good. Mm. They've changed. 
and I get they change the plastic because some of the plastic, like these guys' plastic's pretty good. All going right. These and, guys and are. They got little. They got words on there. So yes, sir. Amazing. But you notice all the cheap quality. It all goes down. Everything goes down. But right. they're still selling it and presenting it like it is still the same cigar. It is not. And guess what? Where I work in Trustful, everybody notices. Ooh. You can't. You can. You can. They're like, I just don't buy it. I don't like it anymore. Oh, and I'm like, man. I know the reason you don't like it anymore. Mm. I don't know for a fact they're doing that, but I can tell. Uh, what is it? The, they'll they'll know you by your fruit. That's exactly right. Very good. Good call. There's three companies that I believe in. Three companies that I really enjoy. You know, and I'll I'll leave the third one out. But Fuente. Okay. And um, uh, God, I I lost that one. Uh, and uh, crap. Give me a sec. Give me a second. Start with a P. Uh, no. Hold on. Just a second. A D. Um. Uh, oh, uh, and La Florida Dominicana, La Florida Dominicana, and and Puente. Uh, Lito Gomez literally says, and of course the the motto from this company here, Puente, says it will not be out before it's time. It will not. Yeah. So that's that's Puente there. And the company yeah. I'm specifically thinking of that I will not name. Mm. Yeah. They do. It's got to be out yeah. before it's time. Oh, it's, I can yeah, taste yeah. the ammonia in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, mm -mm. And, if I buy this cigar, it has to sit in my humidor for two weeks before right. I even smoke it. And that's right. something you really notice right now because of because of COVID. Yeah. Because everybody ran out of cigars and people rushed things to market. And in the cigar boom from the mid 90s, Fuente just said it's going to ship when it's going to ship. Sure and I yes. go, I don't work a shift that somebody's not asking, why don't I have this Fuente? Why don't right, I have sir. this Fuente? Because they, they're dedicated. They, it it yes, takes sir. years to make a cigar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And hundreds of people have touched and, that. And yeah. do thank you, you for the like, I appreciate it. They didn't know 300. two years ago or three years ago when they were making these cigars, that there was going to be a boom. And then do they make more thinking the boom's going to continue? It's uh you know, it's a real catch-22, and it says a lot about a company because I've got a lot of their customers mad at me because mm -hmm. they don't, um, you know, they don't have product. And right. most most everybody else in there is caught up with production. Right, yeah. And I'm not saying everybody's rushed to market, but a lot of people have rushed to market. Well, there's yeah. a reason why you'll, see, you'll not see the Andalusian bull. You'll not see it because Lito said – Everybody's got every, every week. It's got to come out. Every week. Yeah. You got any bulls in? Yeah. Nope. Not right. Alito said it's not going to come out. I'm I mean, right. I mean, Until honestly, done. this issue is even almost, yeah. almost kind of connected to that pre-order thing. Right. Right. In, in, in a capacity of like, I am sick and tired of, Oh, it's brand new. Oh man, this tastes so good. Yeah. Go out and get this one. This one's really good. A year later, you're going to watch that. If, if you watch that right. our stream, you're going to be like, what is he talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to yep. let everybody know, as of today, December 23rd, 2021, we do have Ooh. probably around 40 Andalusian bulls in stock at oh, Patton, Creek, God. Patton Creek and 280. So if you happen to be a listener tonight, that's why you should listen to the podcast. That's right. Get out, get your Andalusian bulls, 280 and Patton Creek. Oh, and on that note. Mm. Tomorrow, which is Friday, we will be closing at three. Right. Closing at three. And close Saturday, obviously. 
So just FYI on that. Yeah. Come get them. Come and most of them, they're out. not going to open Sunday, most of them anyway. Yeah. yeah. Everybody will be, every no- store normally open on Sunday will be normal Sunday hours. Yeah, normal Sunday. Yeah. But closing at 3 tomorrow and not open on Saturday as per usual and because of the day it is. Um, so, yeah, this is a great festive episode. I know it lasted pretty long. Anybody who's still sticking around, I greatly appreciate it. Right. Um, rewatch it if you can, if you right. didn't get, get, get a chance to catch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The podcast, where can you find it? Um, you can find it anywhere you want. Any of the podcast catchers out there, yep. Amazon, Apple, uh, Google Play, you, you name it, we're there. Um, Smoking you can, you can and watch the video here on uh, YouTube or Facebook, depending where you choose. And you know what's great is next week is the last episode for Smoking Underground Season 1. We made it through one. 2022 we'll, we'll, will be we'll, Season 2 hopefully. of Smoking Underground. Hopefully. Yeah, so it'll be uh, this will be our third run for for John and I because yeah. <laughs> uh, we say fair, full, completely farewell to behind the curtain. Jeez, man. It is completely way behind the curtain now. Oh man, let's but, let's uh, hope this thing gets ahead of steam here. I wish I wish we could get our own challenge coins for smoking underground. Yeah, that would be great. And then if somebody who could tell us something about behind the curtain, like we had an application you could fill out, and if you could answer like. You could say something very specific that you remember from behind the curtain. We'd send you a different smoking underground coin. That would be good. Yeah, and this is not a charity, so. Talk to me, Devin. I got ideas. All right. So look forward to us next week. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think we have a subject as of right now. but um, We never do. I will tell you that uh, in 2022, we kind of do a, not necessarily a recycle, but we kind of go back over some of the things like shop etiquette. Um, all the kind of educational things, we start those out to get them rolling. I found a recent graphic that I'd like to put on our show next time to pop up, not animated, that kind of shows the different cigars and stuff, Bellicosa. Good. Stuff like that. Good. But I think Great. We, a little educational episode because yeah. I know a lot of people are like, we what is it. that torpedo looking? Yeah. We one? What is that size called? Right. What is this? What we is that? Yeah. I think we should do something focused on that. Yeah. Anyway. We'll talk more about that next week. Yeah, and keep in mind, of course, you know, we're, we're uh, all the cigars here are good to go for uh, for your holiday season. So and I mean, none of them the, taste like pitted prune. Yeah, no, oh, this is true. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got the Opus X. We have the Pappy Van Winkle. Uh, I know we do over at Batola. We got it uh, at two eighty. Has it also? Okay, and, and I believe um, Pat Creek still has some. Right, and uh, we've got some Pappy Opus. Van Winkle. Yeah. I think Trustville's got a few. Do they? Okay, there you maybe. Are. Come get your pepe. Um, but yeah, we've got all the uh, spe- here at 280, we've got all the special opus as well. So I mean, come get them. We got the Añejos. Uh, we got the we got the limited opus edition as well as the Pappy. So I mean, come get your uh, come get your uh, your Christmas gifts and make it fast. And remember to like, share, subscribe. Make sure to comment comment on the season one. 2021 episodes before it reaches 2022 because we'll right. take note of that. I think I'm actually going to take note of people who comment on the uh, the episodes here t- today and uh, next week. We're going to look at them, even if you're watching it post. If you posted before 2022, I might do a special shout out for some people. That's good. I think it'd be a good idea. Great idea. And uh, we do do live studio audience. So if you're in the uh, 280 area at 630 Central Standard Time, mm. come to the show. We can line up some chairs for you, and you can be uh, behind the camera. Yeah, Yeah. you catch our spit whenever we say the P's and T's. And And I've been contemplating, uh, uh, I know this is going to be baffling to both of Uh y'all, to retiring uh, the pitted prune joke. 
that will disappoint, uh, you know who, right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't care. Well, I mean, he kind of made up with this. It's almost finally... like you have to shave your beard if you do that, right? Oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> he that's said, nope. You got to get a hat and turn around backwards then. Oh, man. If I can find a hat to fit my giant head, sure. There you go. Um, <laughs> get a size 20. No. Yes. Please remember, hit that, smash that like button for us. Oh, we greatly appreciate it. Share it around. Um, I'm going to be working on some other stuff behind the scenes on the stuff to have it greater visibility. And, uh, you want to throw a spot out there for your show, buddy. So I'll do that real quick. If that's okay with y'all arc of fire gaming network, you can find me on all social medias. I stream on Twitch at least, uh, three to four times a week. You can catch me there. And, uh, yeah, I do a lot of voice acting and role playing and you can catch Mr. John on, uh, no driving gloves. Uh, every show. Wednesday, Great live show. stream nine o'clock every Wednesday night. Nine o'clock every Wednesday. Great show. Out Except next there. week, we're done for 2021. Yeah. We'll be back the first Wednesday Indeed. of 2022. If you pop into my stream on Arca Fire Gaming Network on Twitch and you mention, mention Smoking Underground, I will stop what I'm doing to give you a shout out. Big time. I appreciate you. Big time. And uh, also, just one more thing from me personally: remember the reason for the season. Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And this is it right here. This is forget the commercialism and all that kind of stuff. Just remember the reason why. Okay. So I just figured I'd throw that out there too. Merry Christmas to y'all. And my Thank 50th is next Tuesday. Anybody wants later. to drop a present oh, off? Oh, snap. John's yes, turning yep. 50 years yep. old. The big five yep. zero. What? Yep. Is uh, today? No. Week, next, uh, Tuesday. Next, next Tuesday, the next 28th. Tuesday. Oh, so, man. So feel free to... Come by, buy me a gift card, leave a cigar for me. Yeah. Anything like that. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, that's yeah. sure he'd appreciate it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being here in the oh, My indeed. Father Lounge and Studio. Indeed. Um, this has been an absolutely wonderful episode. I know it's running really long, but I appreciate you guys sticking around. Thank you. And remember, to smoke is human. And to smoke a cigar is what? Divine. Divine, indeed. We'll see you next time. <laughs>